Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's day 15 of the 30 days of 30 minute rows and that means it's Bon Jovi day because <laughs> we're halfway there just in case you didn't know why. <laughs> anyway, what we're doing today is we're going to do 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute. Wait, don't go anywhere, don't go anywhere. Wait, wait, it's fine, it's fine. This time it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry. Um, because although I always say don't push the slow stuff and I say oh, keep to that 2K plus 18 pace, today I want you to push the slow stuff, okay? So we're going to, um, this is going to be a mid-intensity on my performance intensity pyramid. Um, and that's because you're going to push that pace harder. So uh, rather than just doing your 20 strokes a minute, 2K plus 18, 5, 6 out of 10, you're really going to try and add some pace to that and take it up to that kind of 7, maybe 8 by the end of the row out of 10, okay? So uh, I'm going to really be aiming for around about 2K plus 15 pace. Or if my body's allowing me to go a little bit faster, I will. But as being I'm still nursing this little bit of a strange intercostal issue, um, I'll have to see how I go with that. You can still see my drag factor is a little bit lower. I'm down at 115 still right now just to try and take the strain off my chest. Um, but yeah, but that's the, the point is that I want you to go kind of round about three seconds-ish faster than you would normally row the bottom foundation tier 20 strokes a minute rows, okay? So hey, get a chance to push it. Woohoo! So let's get into a four-minute warm-up like we always do. And we start off by setting up our machine with the drag factor of which I just spoke. So uh, on a concept two, that's the lever on the side and then you go to menu more options display drag factor and it will then uh, allow you to row to see what the drag factor is on the machine you're using that day. If you don't know what on earth I'm on about with drag factor I do have a video on this channel which explains what it is and a couple of ideas where you might want to set it. I normally have mine around about 120, 125 but like I said in order to reduce the weight of the machine I've kind of dropped it down a little bit. Right. Next up, go to your monitor, and if you are on a machine where you're able to change the height, then set it at eye height so you're not having to look up and you don't have to look down, both of which you'll have seen will destroy your posture. And finally, those foot stretcher height things, set them so that you're able to get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins pointing vertically. Okay, If you have them set too high, you might get bound up and not get there. Too low, you'll go flying straight past and you can hyperextend. Now, the Kind of the starting point for this is that the straps should cover like the balls of your feet or the like the bottom lace on your shoes, but then adjust from there because you might have longer shins, you might have reduced flexibility, whatever. So just start at that point and then go up and down a notch, see how um, comfortable you feel from there. Okay, right. So our four minute warm up is going to be at 18 strokes a minute, and as always, we've been doing through this uh, all the rows so far this month. Uh, we are doing uh, the and the amount of power is going to be just a push from your feet to think about the connection to your hands. That doesn't make much sense, but not too much power is all I'm saying. Just like enough of a push that you can think about the, the connection to your hands and the handle. Sorry, I got distracted because there's a puppy barking next door, and it's very cute. <laughs> okay. So I'll just I'll talk you through the whole power thing in a second. In three, two, one, let's go. So if you were to normally be rowing warm up at 2k plus 20, then you're going to be down at like 2k plus 30-ish right now, because all you're thinking about is your feet connecting to the foot plates and putting in some power, but you're thinking about that power 
coming up through your body, through your arms, into your hands, so that the handle connects to the flywheel or the water wheel or whatever you're using at exactly the same time that you push with your feet. Okay, you wanna make sure that it's right at the same time to send it all straight in. If you push too soon with your feet, then your backside kind of scoots away from underneath you and you end up having to use your upper body to kind of to pull and wrench on the stroke or if you pu pull sorry too soon then that kind of picking up of the handle means that you miss out that leg drive and you can't quite snap in that power but get them both at the same time so that you push with your feet at the same time your handle connects, that power all gets in there. I'll talk about this stuff in the main row, because it's quite important you get it right in today's session. Just start to increase your pace up to around about 2k plus 20 now. And that 2k thing is your average 500 meter pace for a 2k time trial. So just row a 2k time trial, divide the result by four, and that's your 2k pace. Full description's in the description on this video, by the way, because I know I just absolutely flew through that. <laughs> okay, put one foot on the ground, continue rowing. Shouldn't really have to change much with only one leg in, but maybe have to think about balance but you're still putting in a good push with that leg that's still connected. And you're thinking about that forward lean at the front and that backward lean at the back, funnily enough. Change feet, do the same with the other leg. But you just want to lean into around about one o'clock, one o'clock face. Any more than that, you're hyperextending and le leaking power and then lean back to run about one o'clock again if you go too far dangers lie ahead there'll be monsters ahead if you lay back too far okay both feet in legs straight just roll with your back and arms okay so swing over your hips pull in your arms and then push out your arms swing back over your hips and let the handle away be what triggers that rock forwards, okay? Which is a really important part of the stroke is to let that momentum carry you over. That's how you get your stroke rate up, is that momentum. Right, roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and a forward lean and just press out from the front. Hold that forward lean and straight arms as you press. That's the important part of this little drill, is to keep in that good posture, up in your sit bones, forward lean, straight arms, and then push out with your legs. Are you fitting one more? Yeah. Ooh, and to a finish. Now, today's session, like I say, we're gonna be overdriving, we're gonna be pushing the 20 strokes a minute pace that we normally do, which in terms of the force that it's gonna put through your body is gonna be a little bit more. So 
If you want to continue to warm up, then have a quick drink now and just continue to warm up to make sure your body's nice and warm for when we start. Even if you're just going the whole time, time it with me counting down three, two, one, and then kick into it. If you want to make sure you're warm, then that's kind of a good thing to do. Or you could always pause this video and yeah, because if you're going to use ErgZone to load up the main session anyway, then you might get a chance to pause the video and lots of thumbs pressing. So I can have a quick drink now. I'll quickly just say one more time what it is what we're doing today, but hang on. Oh, Scottish water, so nice. So what we're doing is, um, in fact, I'll load it up from ErgZone while I'm talking to you. We are doing 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute, but rather than the 2K plus 18 pace that I always bang on about for a 20 strokes a minute row, today we're gonna to be doing it a little bit faster. So I'm just fixing my heart rate monitor. Um, you do a little bit faster, pushing it like maybe three seconds more. If you think you can go up to four or five seconds more, then please do. Um, this is about kind of pushing it a little bit more to take into that mid intensity. But really what, if we're not looking at a maximum, there's, a, there's a, a row you can do where it's like your maximum, how far can you go at 20 strokes a minute for half an hour? We're not doing that because that takes it up into a top tier. We could possibly do that as a, um, a later one. I won't do it because it's really hard to talk to you at the same time. So I'll maybe suggest that as a, one of the freestyles on day 21 or day 28. You could try and do that whole 20 strokes a minute and see how far you can get at that. Um, but uh, yeah, but so we're not going that intense. So I want you to still keep this in this mid intensity where um, you're pushing, but you're not like, oh my God, I can't continue. Okay. Um, basically, the rule of thumb is you should be able to sing Bon Jovi line at a time while you're rowing. So, whoa, we're halfway there. And then, whoa, we're living on a prayer. Okay, so if you can do that, intensity's right. But if you're just going, yeah, you're going too hard. <laughs> there you go. So I'm flanning like a little bit to make sure that if you are warming up, that um, you're nice and warm. So uh, if, you wanna, if you are warming up, you wanna stop and start with me, then stop now, because we're about to go. Or just keep on going and try and get the timing right. So, like I said, Half an hour, 20 strokes a minute, faster than 2K plus 18 pace, probably around about 2K plus 15. I'm gonna be aiming for round about bang on two minute splits for this. I'll see how my body feels for whether I wanna push it a little bit more. And I'll also see exactly how the talking thing goes for, for that as well. So we'll see, hey. Are you ready then? Let's kick into this in three, two, one, let's go. Now, the key for the session like this is that it's all about the legs, okay? You're generating more power by pushing harder with the legs. It's not about grabbing and pulling early with the arms. The funny thing about the rowing stroke is that if you're rowing the way I suggest you do it, which means forward lean, arms straight as you push in with your legs, then what happens is you get that kind of hang off the handle as you push into the machine. Okay, so the forward lean, arms straight, let's 
you hang off the handle as the power surges into the machine. You should almost feel your backside get a little bit lighter on the seat, but what happens is that if you were rowing down at 2k plus 18 pace and then increased your leg drive to hit this pace what you'd feel is just more of a hang off the handle you'd feel like the the tension of your arms against the handle would increase so it's not that you are pulling the handle any more than you were at the slower 2k plus 18 but you certainly feel like there's more they say tension against the handle hopefully that makes sense because what that then means is that that extra tension on the handle when you do finally come in and pull the handle to a finish you are finishing with like stronger force than you would be at 2k plus 18 but that's just not to say that you are pulling harder from the start of the stroke did any of that make sense? I hope it did but the key here for the overdrive of this stroke rate is making sure that you are in the right position at the front of the stroke in the catch in order to safely put that power into the machine so like I say the increase in force across your muscles by only rowing three seconds increase in pace is quite large, quite considerable and you really want to make sure that this increase in tension doesn't result in any pulls or strings so 
you want to let that power travel freely through your body which is why I say about the importance of getting into that forward lean and keeping your arms straight as you explode your legs into the machine I mean there's more you need to think about like posture and how far forwards you slide on the seat what you're doing with your knees but the most kind of the biggest technique thing here is making sure you're in that forward lean straight arms and like a straight line from your shoulders down to your knuckles with your fingers just hooked over the handle you don't want to be choking like really gripping tight on the handle you're wanting to let that tension against the handle just surge and flow in and so any gripping too hard with fingers or pulling too early with the arms just fights against that surge but where are we? we are 8 minutes gone I tell you what I chose well not pushing it any more than this if I was doing this on my own I'd probably be about two seconds faster but the toll that it takes carry on talking to you means that I get the same training effect rowing at 2k plus 15 instead of 13 or at least same cardio effect anyway it's like I'm holding my breath through half of the stroke so 
I keep catching myself over leaning at both ends of the stroke as I'm trying to artificially squeeze more power out and the funny thing is that when I concentrate on just a one o'clock forwards and 11 o'clock backwards lean I actually go faster it's really easy to think that chain length will mean more power and faster stroke but if you're hunt for more chain length causes power leaks then it works against you and the power leak at the front can be because uh, over lean forwards causes your backside to escape from underneath you and then the power leak at the back if you over lean is usually about posture and not quite getting the leg drive timing correct but really the important one to concentrate on is the front of the machine that's why I start the warm-ups with that first minute working on the timing of your feet connecting to your hands it's important for that flow of power and ideally as you come forwards you don't want there to be a pause as you go from rolling to the front to driving out again I keep on using the phrase turn it around so come forwards turn it around no pause turn it around but what you have to check yourself on is that you don't think turning it around is about bending your back too soon because remember the rowing stroke you should think more about pushing the machine away with your feet like push it through the wall 
in front of you or if you're in a gym into the treadmill in front of you or the TV you're really thinking about pushing that machine away and that does help trust me with that connection at the front holding that forward lean and straight arms because you're just thinking about that motion the moment you start to think more about sending yourself backwards and pulling on the handle that's when you start to grab early and pull from the front instead of the back all right we are about to be at the precise Bon Jovi point and there we are <coughs> I would have run the actual song at the beginning of this but I get the feeling Mr. Bon Jovi would hit me with a copyright strike if I did so I hope you're still staying strong try and if you can on a roll like this set your monitor to show you your average pace as well as your current pace and that way you can keep an eye on whether you are slipping so I'm aiming for an average of two minute pace across this whole row and even though I've seen a couple of 201s like that or 159s when I push just a little bit harder like that it's all coming out in the wash and I'm still averaging two minutes across the whole thing now the fortunate thing about my 2k plus 15 pace being bang on two minutes is that I can also look 
at my projected finish to see how I'm doing. So half an hour at two minute splits. I should hit seven and a half thousand meters through this row. And so the projected finish at the bottom kind of bounces up and down as my pace does. So that's kind of a good motivator to keep me on the pace I want to be rowing at that I want to finish with 7500 other info my heart rate would usually be run about 135 at this stage of a 20 strokes per minute row at 2k plus 18 pace but because the intensity is up I'm up at 150 beats per minute seem to be sitting quite stable there for the time being but we'll see at the end what my average pace was and what my finishing heart rate was again though my heart rate is a little bit higher than normal because I'm talking to you although if I was rowing two seconds faster to offset the fact I wasn't talking my heart would probably be at 152 that's T-O-O not T-W-O right we've hit nine and a half minutes to go which is a good time to just go over technique in case fatigue is starting to set in because of this extra power so quick recap on your body position at the front you want to slide forwards on the seat so that your shins are at and no more than vertical 
you also want to keep an eye on how wide apart your knees are you don't want them knocked together at the front but also it's preferable not to have them outside your arms if anything if you think of your straight arms and the handle creating a like a, a bowl at the front you want your knees to be inside but towards the outside of that bowl best thing to think about is that if you had longer shins your knees would be tucked up inside your armpits but because you have good posture and your foot stretchers are set correctly your knees are well below your armpits chin neutral as you look straight ahead at the monitor that's why you want it at eye height if you can arms straight out in front of you loose shoulders loose arms fingers hooked over the handle I mean if anything think about rotating your hands round a little bit so that the handle is kind of forcing against the middle section of your fingers at least that's what I do so it's not fingertips because then I'd drop the handle but it's also not right in my fist like I'm grabbing it like that oh lost pace there gotta make up for that thumbs underneath the handle <clears throat> if anything just lightly touching your index finger and for bonus points to make sure you engage your lats a slight outwards rotation of your arms and then forward lean tilting 
over your hips, up on your sit bones. So you want a nice, powerful posture, not sitting back for this. Oh. <laughs> I had to fix it at the last minute then. And then when it's time, push the machine away from you. Push with those arms straight and forward lean. And then hold that forward lean and straight arms until your legs are about halfway through the leg drive. That's when the power will start to fade from your legs. And that's why you wait until then to swing your back over your hips. <clears throat> and then as you initiate that swing, your legs lose more power. And that's when you finally pull with the handle. Pull it in to sternum height. Elbows through. Shoulder blades squeeze together. And that creates a rebound of the handle from your chest so that you can think about pulling in and then releasing in out at the same in out pace. And then that release of the handle, the momentum of it, is what you use to start that tilt back over the hips into a forward position so that by the time your arms are straight, your hands huh, will be over your knees and you will be in that perfect straight arms, one o'clock tilt. And then all you have to do is bend your knees and you will effortlessly slide into the next stroke. Has to be said, there is a slight downward slope from back to front on a concept two that you may not have on your machine. But if you get 
that momentum right of your arms away and the forward tilt that momentum and your weight shifting to the front of the seat will still take you forwards when you bend those knees one more stroke and we're done oh I put in an extra tiny pull at the end to try and make sure I hit 7500 7501 that's disappointing but anyway where do we finish? 154 for heart rate so didn't rise much since the was it 11 11 minutes to go was my last heart rate check so pretty much stayed consistent in terms of intensity for me but it was definitely that mid-intensity 7 out of 10 7.5 maybe could easily have done another half hour of that maybe not talking but could easily have done another half hour of that uh, but that's not the point another half hour of that would have then probably put it up into a top tier workout and today's is just a mid tier and then day 16 can be back to a bottom tier regenerative recovery technique based row still 30 minutes still going to be a great row for you still going to give you a good workout but it's just a little bit slower and then day 17 will be up to a top again okay so and it's important it really is this undulation through the intensity levels as much as i'm saying i'm kind of nursing this intercostal strain which didn't hurt at all today so that's good news um it's about energy okay it's really about making sure that your bowl of power doesn't drain you give a chance for it to fill back up again and yada 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 whereas if you constantly just do mid 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 intensity or top 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 intensity you're going to end up just burning yourself out of energy and then if anything you might get injured from doing that all the time or if nothing else you're just going to feel drained and you're not going to recover well enough and you're going to your performance will reduce as a result and that's not the point you want to hit a top tier workout you want to be fully ready for it so that you can go as fast as possible so that you can improve if you don't um oops i want a two minute cool down not a four minute warm-up again if you're not able to hit the top tier workouts to your absolute maximum potential that you should be able to hit it at you're not going to improve okay so say i say do it at 2k pace and because you're so tired you have to do it at 2k plus two then you're not developing your pace past that 2k thing are you so anyway right two sorry I've, I've done my usual where i just waffled at you for three minutes in between finishing and hitting the cooldown so let's get into the cooldown i'm gonna do this around about 18 strokes a minute pick a pace maybe run about 2k plus 30 for this one maybe 20 30 and then slowly slide down into stop just see what your body wants to row at in three two one let's go just if you kind of hit 18 strokes a minute it's almost like there is an equilibrium where because you've worked quite hard just then your body will let you know how hard it wants to push just to kind of because you want it to be around about four or five out of ten effort because we're on a cool down so just see what that takes you to and for me it has taken me to 
2k plus 30 pace so and then after about a minute of this you can just ease off slow down to 2k plus 40 or something let yourself just slide into neutral and these cooldowns really are vital maybe not not quite as important as the main session but they are important now as I keep looking at the camera a message I got from Tony the Southwell is that how you pronounce it? about whether I'm injuring the left hand side of me because I look at the camera whether that tension does it I'm just trying to think would it it's certainly going to be neck pain if I did it too often but he also said that I should stop demonstrating poor technique <laughs> especially in the warm up because that's more likely to injure me probably got a point there especially when I'm demonstrating like the fool had that kind of a stroke last stroke for me on the cool down you of course don't need to stop here you can continue to cool down while I say goodbye or do some stretching I recommend hamstrings, quads uh, shoulders, arms uh, some maybe some supine spinal rotations just to help with your lower back and things let's see if that helps you out yeah anyway so that was a fun fun row now tomorrow like I say is a bottom tier and unfortunately I'm going to have to go through a double session day again where um, they need me for the Zwift team so I will record the session for you folks at normal time get it uploaded but then I'm gonna, I've got a, the final race of the Zwift Racing League um, in the evening so we'll have to see what's going to happen on day 17 to see how well I can hit because remember it happened in the first week where I had to do this and then the top tier one was the day after my Zwift race and I wasn't doing that well and I kept on blaming it on, <laughs> on Zwift so expect the same I'll pack my excuses and I'll say look here's my Zwift excuse for but yeah we'll, we'll see I mean hopefully it's going to be okay because it's just yeah the, the thing is is that actually I'm kind of in the team I'm the I seem to be the weakest link so I don't actually have to do that well because everyone else is better than me I just have to get around the course so I could just sit back and do the sprints who knows um if I can I'll try and record some of it I don't know if, I can, if I'll be able to but if I can record even like a screen capture where you can see a little bit of it just in case you're interested but yeah it's fun anyway right sorry just back to I'm just back to talking about my life again which yeah. so I hope you enjoyed this one um it, pushing the pace is something that like I say I don't often say to do especially for like 30 minutes I might say do 20 times one minute pushing the pace or one minute rest in between but a solid half hour I think maybe this is the first time ever I've done it after and I've got what 300 videos up here so um yeah but sometimes you just want to and it's a good one I mean it's, it's not that there's anything wrong with pushing 20 strokes a minute it's just constantly doing doing it you you the whole point of just doing a 20 strokes a minute at 2k plus 18 is to build up that core foundation fitness and to give you a chance to work on technique and stuff and when you push it harder then your technique has more of a chance of breakdown which i'm sure i'll see when i go back and edit this video for my own stroke but also you don't get those core bottom kind of fitness benefits from them and so you're kind of you're taken out and so you've you remove that really important you don't build a house without foundations and it's the same with rowing you don't 
try and go faster without having a strong foundation. And that's seriously what the 2K plus 18 version of today's session is. So anyway, I shouldn't, yeah. You've probably heard me try and sell it to you several times by now. So I will, I'll, I'll just, I'll just shut up. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna go and get some lunch because it's lunchtime. And today, uh, oh, I don't think I've got any chicken. So I can't have chicken noodle. Mm, what should I have today? I might have a tuna bagel. Mm, that sounds tasty. Tuna with uh, Nando's Perinese, so it's a nice little spicy tuna, um, and some uh, grated cheese across the top, stick it in the grill so it all melts together. It's probably not the healthiest thing in the world when you think about it, because of what's in there. However, let's see what my, my watch says that I just, there's 386 calories, active calories, uh, burnt in today's session. So I think I'm allowed a bagel and tuna, don't you? Yeah, especially as we haven't had any breakfast or anything. Um, so... There we go. That was our session done. I'm going to say goodbye because you're probably like, can you shut up now? So I will. Um, yep. And I will see you in the next one in day 16. We have got through Bon Jovi Day. And to say goodbye on Bon Jovi Day, I'm going to sit here in silence. And Holly, who I recorded this morning, is going to sing you the, uh, is going to sing you the opening few lines of Living on a Prayer. So I'm going to say goodbye. I'll sit here while we listen to it together. And then you'll get my normal end card. So here we go. Take it away, Holly. Stay safe, be well, bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.